the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bible describes events that will mark the last days, or end times. 2 Timothy 3.1 says, This know also, that in the last days perilous times shall come. Matthew 24.44 tells us, Therefore you must be ready, for the Son of Man is coming at an hour when you do not expect Him. Bible teacher Ron Geyer leads us through Scripture that will help us to remain strong in the Lord. End Time Insights with Bible teacher Ron Geyer starts now. Good evening, everybody. This is Ron Geyer with End Time Insights. We appreciate you tuning in. We love doing this. Once again, our heart is to help you know God better according to the Bible and is to prepare you for the end time assault on Christianity, what's taking place in America today. And we want to continue along that vein. Uh, Last week, we talked about uh, there were three words I mentioned. I never got to them. There were three words that we used to biblically described deception. And so I told you I would break them down, but I didn't. I want to do that this week. So let me just pray and we'll get started on this. Father God, I thank you for the anointing to speak your word. Not only do I thank you for the anointing to speak your word, but I pray that those that are listening are anointed to receive your word. And if there's something they don't understand, they just put it on the shelf. But I pray that you give them a supernatural hunger, a desire to know the milk of the word whereby they would know you from. In Jesus' name, amen. Okay, three basic New Testament words used to describe the different depths of deceit. And America is living in an age of deception. We're going to talk about that in a little bit, but it's so important that you as a Christian don't fall for deception. So the first word is planeo, P-L-A-N-A-O, and it means something fraudulent that causes one to roam from the place of safety, to wander or to go astray, planeo. The scripture that that's used in is found in Ephesians 4, 14, that we henceforth be no more children tossed to and fro and carried about with every wind of doctrine by the slight of men and cunning craftiness, whereby they lie in wait to deceive you. This is really intense. Okay. Remember the word is planeo and it means to roam from safety, deception, which causes you to be removed from the place of safety, craftiness. It's a removal from the place where you are not in danger. It places you in danger. It talks about it in Ephesians 4.14. They literally are eager. They lie in wait to deceive you. Now, he's talking about people in the church that are lying in wait to deceive you. That is so important. You need to be so careful. We got born again in 1981, my wife and I. And one of the first things we learned, we went, uh, John Osteen was our pastor. Thank God. Praise the Lord for the Osteen family. They have been a tremendous blessing to me and Diane personally and spiritually as well. And we were taught, be careful of who you listen to. Be careful. Be wise. Don't just listen to anybody that's popular. You get in the word of God and you check it out. Church should not be the highlight of your spiritual week. Your highlight should be every time me, I open the Bible, I read the Bible in the morning to get started. I love it. The Bible says that when we read the word of God, that he visits us. The Bible says that all scripture is God breathed. I love that. God breathed. What happens when God breathes on something? 
life comes. And when you open up the word of God, you are having an intimate affair with the Lord. The only time that I am close enough to be under the breath of my wife is when her and I are intimate. It's the same way with God. You are literally having communion with God when you read the Bible. He is breathing upon you. Life is coming. Awesome, awesome, awesome. The second Greek word is apateo, and it means to cheat and to delude you. That word's used in Ephesians 5, 6. Let no man deceive you with vain words, for because of these things comes the wrath of God upon the children of disobedience. We have to be so aware. There is so much deception in the world. There are so much lies going on. Truth is a minority. Truth has fallen in the streets. And the love of God, the truth that we need to be promoting, it's the truth in love. When we speak the truth in love, people grow. That's the idea. It's not just love. If it isn't truth, then it isn't love. It's the love and truth. I love you, therefore I give you the truth. Apateo, to cheat and delude someone. The last one is ex apateo means to seduce you wholly. This is terrible. It means you have been seduced, spirit, soul, and body, mentally, emotionally, physically. You have been deceived wholly. Your salvation is on the line. This deception stuff is very dangerous. We're going to give you some examples in a little bit about what it's doing to our nation, what it has done to entire cultures. It's really going to wake you up just about the danger of this. Expateo means to seduce you, Holy Spirit, soul, and body. 1 Corinthians three sixteen through 18. And this is amazing in the context by which it's used. Know you not that you are the temple of God and that the Spirit of God lives in you? If any man defiles the temple of God, him shall God destroy. Phew, heavy stuff. For the temple of God is holy, which temple you are. Let no man deceive himself. If any man among you seems to be wise in this world, let him become a fool that he may then become wise. Did you catch the phrase there? Let no man deceive himself. Number one, I meant to say this last week, but I forgot. Let, L-E-T, one of the best words in the Bible. That's a power word. Let, that means whatever comes after let, you have the power to control. You got that? When God says, let this mind be in you, which is also in Christ, that means you have the power to have the mind of Christ. Let, anything that comes after let, you have control over that. You have authority over that situation. Here it says, let no man deceive himself. Mankind has deceived himself. And I'm going to take out the word deceive and I'm going to put in the translation for that. Let no man seduce you, spirit, soul, and body. You have control. You have authority. Let is that power word. Anything that comes after it, you have authority over. Do not let anyone deceive you, spirit, soul, or body. This is the danger that we're facing living in America 2020. Actually, it's on the earth, but... This radio is for the local area, Houston specifically, and I'm talking to you here in America. We have so many opportunities to go through the daytime, to receive lies, to receive deceptions. Let no man do that. You have the authority. Don't let anybody deceive you. Another word that is used concerning deception lots of times is beguile, B-E-G-U-I-L-E. I'm going to read you uh, three different verses in Colossians chapter 2, verse 4, verse 8, and verse 18. And this I say, lest any man should beguile you with enticing words. People use enticing words to trick us, to beguile us. Beguile here, it references uh, the Greek word, I don't know that I can say it, (laughs) paralogosomai. It means to misreckon or to delude. People are intentionally deluding you, causing you to get off dead reckoning, to get off truth, and to get on erroneous words that they're saying that perhaps are going to take you off your A-game. 
The second word is katabrabeu, and it means to award your prize to someone else. It's used in verse 18. Let no man beguile you of your reward. This is so dangerous. Someone's going to take your prize if you are beguiled. When you get to heaven and God's handing out rewards and you get there and you've been deceived on several different areas, maybe salvation, maybe something not as deep as salvation, maybe just racism, political affiliation. When you're deceived by that, the Bible says you run the risk of someone getting your prize, of God awarding your prize to somebody else. You need to understand what is happening when you are deceived. There's danger out there, perilous times. We talked about it before. That's why we're doing this. You have got to be prepared. I'm not trying to scare you. I'm just giving you truth so that you could be prepared. What I want to do is I want to show you the depth of the damage that deception does. I want to talk about two things. I've got two examples that are still prevalent today. One goes way back, but one's uh, we live through it every day. And it's first about President Trump. I don't know how you feel about President Trump. I do know the biblical perspective on President Trump. I do know how he has attained to his position of power. And I do know what God is using him for. I can see by his actions that he loves America. I can see that he does many righteous things. And yet, depending on your source for news, your source for information, you're not going to know that. You're not going to believe that. The greatest source of understanding who President Trump is outside of listening to him talk is going to be the nightly news that you get. And now it's not even nightly anymore. It's on the Internet. It's on your radio. It's on FM radio. They are painting a picture for you of President Trump. I would say probably 95% of the national media is anti-God, anti-righteous, anti-Trump, anti-American, anti-Bible, anti-Christianity, anti-Constitution. These are the people that 90% of America is listening to to tell them who Donald Trump is and what Donald Trump is doing. I've got a hint for you. They are lying. They hate you. They are deceiving you. The Bible says we hate the people we lie to. They are promoting a one-world agenda. They are promoting a socialist form of government. They do not want you in charge as a Christian. They do not want your voice to be heard. They do not want the Constitution as the final ruling authority for government in our land. They do not want you voting them out of office. They are changing the environment in which you live. They are doing it through lies. Let me show you stuff about President Trump. Many of you may not know this, okay? Uh, I remember we we were going to vote for uh, Ben Carson. We love Ben Carson. And this was during the election in 2016. Then Ted Cruz came in and we said, oh, we like Ted Cruz. He's already got a political seat of power. We're going to go ahead and support Ted Cruz. Then Donald Trump came down the elevator and we liked what he said. I liked him because he was bold. He was fearless. He was courageous. He spoke the truth, you know. He doesn't take any garbage like the Republicans have been taking for the last 30 years. If you punch Trump in the face, he throws a grenade down your pants. He just is out to win. He views everything as a battle, as a war when he's being opposed by the enemy. And the truth about President Trump is he has stood up for righteousness, everything that he's done. He has used his power to Trump to defund Planned Parenthood in measure. He has done great things by acknowledging Jerusalem as the capital of Israel and not Tel Aviv by moving our embassy to that. That is huge in the eyes of God. He defends 
Israel at every turn. He appointed a Christian, Nikki Haley, to the UN, and she did great. He appointed Ben Carson, another Christian, to the Secretary of of Housing and Urban Development. He appointed our current Secretary of State is Pompeo, a good, strong Christian man of God. I mean, he has surrounded himself with men and women of God. He has removed the demonic influence that President Obama brought into the White House and has replaced it. We have weekly congressional prayer meetings. We have cabinet meetings where there's prayer. He has made the White House a place where the worship of God is welcome. And he says it all the time. We don't worship government in America. We worship God. And he's got it right. He loves everybody in America that is here legally. No, he's not thrilled to have illegal citizens in here. He does not like the MS-13 gangs that come up there and they cause literally hell on earth in their places where they inhabit. He loves all people. He loves the minority groups. He has been the best president the black community has ever seen, despite what Clinton said and what Obama said. No, they pale in comparison. Trump loves all Americans. You're not going to hear that on television. Oh, by the way, Trump did not commit any crimes worthy of impeachment. And let me quickly digress here for just a second. Most people don't know the American process of government. They don't know what impeachment is. I want to tell you what impeachment is. People think, oh, and they're praying, God, no, we're not going to impeach Trump. No, it's not going to happen. Trump will not get out, taken out of office, but he may be impeached. Impeachment does not remove President Trump from office. What impeachment is, you have the Congress is made up of two factions. You've got the House of Representatives and then you've got the Senate. The House of Representatives are the ones that are conducting the investigation right now to decide whether they can bring charges against President Trump. And that's called impeachment. So they may do that. Matter of fact, the what do you call it? The uh, they voted on that this week. The committee has already voted along party lines to bring it to the full vote for the House of Representatives. I think it's going to pass. You would have had this. I'm recording this before it even took place, but they are doing that this week. And I believe it's going to pass. And I believe that will be the impeachment of President Trump. That really doesn't carry any penalty. All it means is that we have indicted him. Impeachment is nothing more than an indictment. What happens then, the process is it will go to the Senate and the Senate will vote. They'll actually have a trial whether he will be removed from office or not. Now, the Senate has different options. They don't have to remove him. They don't have to have the trial. They don't even have to accept the recommendation, the indictment from the House of Representatives. They can just say, no, this is bogus. You don't have any claims. He did nothing wrong. And then they don't receive it and they move on. And that's the end of the story. My personal opinion, he will be impeached. He will not be removed from office. Man did not raise President Trump up. God raised President Trump up. Man will not remove him. They didn't raise him up. They're not going to remove him. They don't have that power. This is the jurisdiction of the church, by the way. We have the authority in the realm of the spirit, and we as a church are praying. We are protecting our president. We are asking God to keep using President Trump. President Trump is doing a great job, and we have an open window of opportunity right now. If the church would just walk through it, we can see God grant repentance to America, and we can see some type of spiritual influence, some type of spiritual impact that Donald Trump has on this nation. The church can come out of the closet. We can get things right. We can start telling the people the truth again. And that's one of the things I want to talk about. I want to give you a scripture first. You are supposed to know the difference between right and wrong. And if you know the difference between right and wrong, and you do not tell people the truth, that's evidence that you don't love them. I'm tired of everybody going around, yeah, love this one, love that one. Either you tell them the truth or that's reference that you don't love them. 
Trump in America, we don't worship government, we worship God. I love that. He is in the process right now also of appointing judges across the land. He's appointed 170 judges, conservative judges, many of them Christians, that will stand up against the assault on our judicial system, on our laws, on our princes, on our justices. That's the good news. The bad news is President Obama and President Clinton appointed over 750 liberal judges to federal positions in our court system. Bush appointed over 300. Trump's got 170. The bottom line is we're still way behind, which is why I say that we do not have control of the judiciary yet. But Trump loves everybody. He loves all Americans. He favors them all. He's just not picking on rich white Republican Americans to prosper. The black community has never done so well. The unemployment numbers are the lowest they've ever been. And that's what I want to talk about. Referencing the black community, this is the other area of national deception that has held an entire culture captive. This is terrible. I have uh, black friends, male, female from church. I've worked with them. We have uh, fed them. We've prayed with them. We've helped them out of jams. And yet when President Trump came out, and I came out in support for Trump. Uh, I was considered to be a racist by these people that know me. When I took a stand against Colin Kaepernick and the, the protest against the American flag, actually against the police officers, I was considered a racist. I, I have lost friends. Well, they have lost me. I'm still their friend whether they know it or not. Uh, I make that choice. You don't make that choice for me. And I wanted to talk to you about what is happening in the black community. First, I want to say there's Great revival going on within the black community concerning getting out of that political prison that the Democrats have kept them in. For over 200 years, they have been in, held captive by the lies and the deception that the Democrats have placed on them. We have seen it time and time again. 90% of uh, the blacks that are voting are voting for the Democrats. And the Democrats are not helping my black brothers and sisters. They're not helping them. They're keeping them down. They are using them. It is a ploy. How is this working? Because of deception. Lie after lie after lie about the Republican Party has been placed to the black community, thinking that it's the Republicans that don't want them to vote. It's the Republicans that want them to continue to abort their babies. It's the Republicans that don't want equal employment for them. Those are lies. And the Bible says that when you hear a lie, it deceives you and it has the potential to destroy you. This is the deception. This is huge in America. The good news is I think Trump's approval rating and he is a reflection of righteousness, a representation of righteousness. I think Trump's approval numbers are, I heard they're in the 30s. I think they're probably in the 20s. But most of the time, the black community, 9 to 10, 9 to 1, 9 and a half to 1, vote Democratic. And the Democrats are the ones that are killing their children. The Democrats are the ones that are keeping them from equal employment opportunities. The Democrats are the ones that don't want them to walk into the freedom that Christ has purchased for them. I'm talking about population of the black people in the church that should know better. I've got this number here. The culture is challenging. This is what's happening in America right now. And, and we have not given or announced this freedom to the black community. We are just letting them do what they want. Nine out of 10 black kids are going up. There's no, there's no dad in the home. And dad is the representation of God in the family unit. Let me say this here. The scripture is, it's Colossians 2.8. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception 
according to the elementary principles of the world rather than according to Christ. See to it that no one takes you captive through philosophy and empty deception. The Bible talks about the servant of the Lord must not strive, but must be kind, gentle, apt to teach, and meekness, uh, working to give the truth to those and instructing those who oppose themselves to the truth, that God would perhaps grant them repentance to the acknowledging of the truth, that they would recover themselves out of the snare of the captive, out of the devil who holds them captive to do his will. The devil has so many in our culture right where he wants them. They are doing the will of God. They love, I know the people that have ended my relationship as friends with them. I I know them. They love God with all their hearts. They are spirit born, spirit bred. They love the Lord Jesus Christ. And yet, They hate Donald Trump. They hate me for siding against uh, President Obama. They are deceived, and they follow CNN. They follow MSNBC. I I don't blame NBC. I don't blame CNN. I, I don't blame these people out there, the talking heads. I blame the church. I blame the pastors for not getting up there on Sunday morning and telling them the truth, that they're being deceived. If I truly love you, I will tell you the truth. It got Jesus killed, but he didn't care. He was willing to take the blows. He did what God sent him to do. He spoke the truth in love. He plainly said, do you hate me because I'm telling you the truth? He was willing to take the blows. Are we willing to take the blows for telling the truth to the people we love? I love my friends. I really do. I pray for them. They were really hard on me, man. You would have thought I did something really, really wicked outside of just telling them the truth about Kaepernick, telling them the truth about President Trump, telling them the truth about President Obama. But because I love them, I told them the truth. What it cost me, it cost me a friendship. It's going to get worse than that, guys. It's going to cost you a lot of things. It may cost you like it did the Jews in early Christianity when they got born again. It may cost you your job to take a stand for righteousness, to call out people that are deceiving you. But because I love you, I want you to know the truth. I'm going to read this. This is from my friend posted this on Facebook, and it was an an indictment about the uh, churches that were not that were leaving the black brothers and sisters in deception by supporting this ungodly new age humanist lifestyle. Let me read it. The culture is challenging the church to capitulate to a neo morality designed and defined by secular progressives and the agenda of the LGBTQ plus P whatever community. This new morality is being forced on our culture through the redefinition of marriage, reassigning gender, and normalizing transsexualism and pedophilia. That, that's terrible. The culture in America, amazingly, has embraced this. We've, we've taken it. We said, yes, we want to go this direction. It has legitimized the immoral by legalizing same-sex marriage and creating laws that open showers and bathrooms to gender-confused individuals. Now, when you have candidates to running like that, we need to have our leadership, our pastors tell the people that this is wrong. You cannot support that. I don't care what you think. You must. We must have men and women with the bark on men and women willing to take the blows to suffer whatever persecution comes down the road to let our brothers and sisters know you are walking in deception. The Bible says, blessed is the man that walks not in the counsel of the ungodly. I don't mind the world give me ungodly counsel, but it just drives me up the wall when pastors and churches are supporting this. This is ridiculous. They need to have a visitation. They need to have a come to Jesus meeting. And I'm going to continue with this next week. My goodness, my time always goes so quickly. I've heard people on the radio say that all the time. Now I am it. I am living it. It just really flies by. But I do want to pray. There's a conflict. There is a crisis. There is something coming in America that's about to truly separate the good from the evil. Jesus said, I didn't come to bring peace. I came to send the sword. The deception that is happening, we need to confront it. We need to give it the truth. The only weapon we have against deception is the truth. 
If we could get our black brothers and sisters to hear the truth about what the Democrats have done to them, they would know the truth. And what would result? Freedom. If we could get those who are deceived about President Trump, if we could tell them the truth about President Trump, they would get the truth about that. That would free them from their hatred, from their angst, which is brought about by Satan. Remember, Jesus says, I came that you might have life and have it more abundantly. The devil is the father of lies. Learn to recognize what is happening, who it's coming from. Recognize who's lining with who. I'm Ron Geyer. These are End Time Insights. You can email us at gospelguy at comcast.net. We would love to hear from you. Until this time next week, God bless you. May he keep you. May you walk in the wisdom and the fear of the Lord. May you know the truth, and may that truth set you free. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you for joining us for End Time Insights with Ron Geyer. Listen again next Sunday night at 8. If you would like to contact Ron, email him at gospelguy at comcast.net.